Yo, what's going on everybody? Thank you so much for joining me again for today's Monday Encouragement. I definitely pray that you uh, hear a word and receive something that empowers and encourages you to be everything that God has called and designed you to be, all right? And so last week I talked to you about being transformed by the glory of God. And we focused on, you know, setting our attention on Jesus Christ, who's the image of the glory of God, keeping our eyes on him, allowing him to do the transformation in our hearts as he shines the light of himself on us. And today I want to continue talking to you about being transformed by God's glory. All right. And so today we're going to look in the book of Exodus chapter number 18, uh, rather Exodus chapter number 33, verse number 18 and 19. And it says this, this is Moses. He's on the Mount, he's on Mount Sinai. He's getting instructions from the Lord. He's brought the Israelites out of Egypt and they're in the desert, in the wilderness. And as he's talking with God, he says this, he says that Moses says to God, please let me see your glory. He said, and God said to him, I will cause my goodness to pass in front of you and I will proclaim the name, the Lord before you. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. And so he says this to Moses. Moses makes this interesting request. Not that Moses didn't already know the Lord, not that Moses hadn't already seen parts of the glory of God, but he takes it a step further. He says, man, all right, show me your glory. Show me more of who you really are. And that's what we've been saying. We've been crying out to the Lord. We've been setting our attention on him saying, Lord, transform us by your glory. And so uh, Pastor John Piper, he says this, he says, defining the glory of God is more like defining beauty than basketball. And so if you say, hey, what is basketball? I can say, oh, it's a round leather, you know, circular object. You blow it up. You run out there. There's a basket hanging from a stick. You throw the ball up there and try and get it in. Whoever gets more buckets in, they win. Right. But if I were to ask you to define beauty, it's like, well, if beauty is kind of this, it's a little bit of that. It's a little bit of this. It's you kind of just know it when you see it. Right. And so the glory of God can somewhat be like that and only in only essence because there's so many scriptures about the glory of God and it really doesn't come down to just one definition, I would say. But I wanted to look at this particular passage in verse number 19 where God, where Moses asked God to show me your glory and God says four things to him, right, in reference to his glory. And the first thing he says in verse number 19, he says, show me your glory. And he says, God says to him, I will cause all of my goodness to pass in front of you. And so sometimes when we think about the glory of God, we think about the majestic things of God, the beauty of creation, the beauty of, of the weight of his glory, the anointing, all of these things. But sometimes we, we miss where he says, I will make my goodness pass before you. God's goodness is a part of his glory because we understand that God is a good father. God is a good Lord that he's a righteous father and he's a righteous God and that he gives good gifts. The Bible says in James chapter one, verse 17, it says every good and perfect gift is from above, from the father. And so understanding that the goodness of the Lord is the glory of the Lord, understanding that God's motives are good, that his ways are good, that his decisions are good, that his thoughts about me are even good. God is a good father. And so first understanding when we understand the glory of God and being transformed by his glory, we understand that we are transformed by the goodness of the Lord. The Bible says it is the goodness of the Lord that leads us to repentance. God showering his goodness on us, showering his favor on us, showering us with his blessing. His goodness leads us closer to him and his goodness 
goodness reveals his glory to us and we are transformed by it. And the next thing he says here, he says that not only will I make my goodness pass in front of you, but I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. And I was like, well, why would you just proclaim your name? Like, that's interesting. But understanding that someone's name, especially in the Bible, your name represented who you are. Your name represented your character. Your name represented what you were all about, what you stood for. So God saying this, this to Moses, I'm going to make, I'm going to proclaim my name before you. I'm going to take you to the next level of understanding my character and the next level of understanding the, my mind, understanding my heart, understanding my motives, understanding my ways, understanding the way I walk and the way I talk. All being summed up in me proclaiming my name before you, that I am the Lord, that I am Yahweh, that I am before all things. When I proclaim my name before you, it's a representation of me proclaiming my character before you. And God values the, the God values the way we carry and reference his name, even to the point where in this particular passage in Exodus 32, 33, where he's given the commandments, he says, don't let nobody take my name in vain because he says the Bible says, he said, I will not let my name be profaned before the nations. I won't let my name be blasphemed and I will begin to do things for my name's sake. Even in the, in the, in the, in the Lord's prayer, Matthew chapter six, he says, okay, Lord, Lord, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name or may your name be kept holy. And so he says, I'm going to proclaim my name before you because I'm, I'm taking you up to the next place of understanding who I am and understanding that I'm a holy God. And that transforms us representing his name is his glory. And then also we understand, he says this, he says the very next, he says, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I will be compassionate to whom I am compassionate. I will have compassion. And so we are on, we also understand that God's, God's, God's grace and God's compassion is his glory, man. So we understand that we are saved by his grace. We are transformed by his grace. We move into our calling and purpose by his grace. We move about and have blessings by his grace. We understand Ephesians 2 and, 2 and 8. It says, but for by grace you have been saved. It's not of yourself. It's a gift of God. And so we understand when we realize, when we tap into the grace of God, we are tapping into the glory of God. And not only his grace, but he says, I will even have compassion on who those who I have compassion on. Understanding that, a, that his compassion is the tangible expression of his love. His compassion is the tangible, the, the tangible expression, the extension or the demonstration of his love toward us. And so he says, when you see my grace operating in your life, when you see my compassion, when you see the demonstrations of my love in your life, understand that that, that is a overflow. That is a showing forth a portion of my glory. So when Moses says to him, God, show me your glory. God is like, not only I'm going to tell you it's levels to my glory. So I'm going to overshow, I'm going to overshadow you with my goodness. I'm going to overshadow you with the understanding of my character. I'm going to overshadow you with my grace and I'm going to overshadow you with my compassion. And so as we are making our prayer to say, God, transform us by your glory. We understanding that these are just four things that are a part of the glory of God. Proclaiming his name, his goodness, his grace and the compassion. And as we receive those things, we are further transformed into the image of Christ, into the image of who he is and to the glory. And we are transformed by the glory of God.
And so I pray you all receive that today. I pray that you continue to receive and see and benefit from the goodness, the grace, the mercy, the compassion of the Father today. And I pray you all were encouraged today. And I hope to catch y'all again next week. All right. Peace.